Welcome to 2022, our year of great increase as prophesied by our pastor, Pastor Boni Bahati. Among the five pillars in which you will experience great increase, one of them is in the area of finances. God wants you to greatly increase financially. In this sermon series, titled A Thousand Times More, Pastor Boni Bahati teaches us on why God wants to increase us financially. Be blessed as you listen and implement. Father, I want to thank you for the opportunity you've given us to hear from you. Speak to us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this is our year of great increase. Remember, this is our year of great increase. And this is based on the scripture in Psalms 115. Psalms 115, verse 14. This is our theme scripture for this year. Psalms 115, verse 14. Bible says, May the Lord give you increase more and more. You and your children. May the Lord do what? I can't hear you. May the Lord do what? Can we read together? One, two, three. May the Lord do what? Let's read together. One, two, three. One, two, three. May the Lord give you increase more and more. You and your Verse 15. One, two, three. Can we read? May you be blessed by the Lord who made the heaven. So the one who's going to give you increase today is our Lord. Our Lord will give you increase. He will bless you in the land of the living. So this scripture shows us that God is interested in our well-being. I'm just doing a recap before we go to the topic of today. God is interested in our well-being. God is interested in us growing. God is interested in us becoming more and more. The Bible says, we were reading a scripture in the, in the morning service, in the prayer clinic, that may the Lord increase you. May the Lord, and the Lord increased the people and settled them. And the Lord increased what? The people. So God is interested in, in, in our increase. Remember, God is interested in our increase. He's interested in us becoming more. He is interested in us becoming more. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. He increased his people greatly and made them stronger than their enemies. Anytime you are increased, you become strong. When you eat food, you are increased. You become strong. Is it true? When you don't eat food, you decrease and you become weak. So anytime the Lord increases you, he does what? He makes you stronger than your enemies. Are we together? So what is the definition of increase? Number one, increase is rise in size. Number two, increase is rise in degree. Number three, increase is rise in amount. And number four, increase is to multiply. All this I'm saying is on podcast. That's why I'm moving fast. That you listen. And we say, we listen, you listen on podcast. And we say the areas of increase this year, the pillars of increase are five. We have five pillars of increase. Remember we have five pillars of increase. Five areas God is going to increase us. Number one, finances. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 11, May the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he promised you. May the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he has promised you. So that is to say, whatever you have right now, God is able to multiply it by a thousand. 
you know if you have 1,000 in your pocket, if God multiplies it by 1,000, how much is that? A million shillings. Just like that. So when the Bible says, may the Lord increase you a thousand times more, God is saying, may the least among you be a thousand. That's what the Lord is saying. May the least among you be a thousand. And if you have a thousand, may the Lord multiply it by a thousand. If you have one hundred times a thousand, how much is that? A hundred thousand. Just like that. So this year, God is going to increase your finances. I say God is going to increase your finances. Number two, the second pillar is maritally, marriage, family. That pillar is called the pillar of family. This year, God is going to increase us in our families. Those who are single, this year, get ready to receive a beloved. Those who are single and ready to marry, this year you are receiving a beloved. I say this year you are receiving a beloved. This year we'll have several weddings. And guess what? One of those weddings will be your wedding. Pastor, do you know me? I don't come from a place where they ask money. Don't worry, God will do it for you. Hey, Pastor, nobody has done a, a wedding in our, in our family. Don't worry, God is going to give you one. Look, in every family there's a fast. In every place there's a fast. In every family there's a fast. You could be the first. Tell about you could be the first. You will be the first. I prophesy you will be the first person to do a wedding in your family. You will be the first person to do a church wedding in your family. Hey, you will walk down the aisle in the name of Jesus. Bible says in Genesis 2.18, And the Lord said, It is not good that man should be alone. I'll make him a helper comparable to him. The third area is spiritually. The third pillar is spiritually. That God is going to grow us spiritually. This year we are aiming to have 260 shepherds. And guess what? You have to be among those shepherds. I have to be among the shepherds this year. How do I know? Why do I say that? I say that because to be, to be spiritual means to be able to take care of another soul. Any person who is strong spiritually, or someone who has been increased spiritually, or someone who has grown spiritually, is someone who is able to take care of another human being, another soul. Do you know why a nine-year-old cannot give birth, even though they have a vagina? You know why they can't give birth? Because they have not yet grown. They have not been increased to develop capacity to produce another kind. That's why a nine-year-old girl, even though she has all the body parts, they have a vagina, they have boobs, they have all those things, they can't give birth. Why? Because they have not been increased to be able to take care of another soul, another human being. So in the same manner, we will only know you have become spiritual, you've been increased spiritually, when you become a shepherd and you are able to take care of other sheep. Are we together? That's when we will see you are fully developed. Are we together? Tell about this year, the third pillar is the pillar of being spiritual. Romans 8 verse 6. The Bible says, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. When you are spiritual, you have life. When you are spiritual, you have peace. Because you are able to take care of others. Remember, you are able to take care of others. Number four, the church. Hey, Master, why is it always the church, the church, the church? Because of a revelation we have. The Bible says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, thereof. And those who love Jerusalem shall do what? Shall do what? And who knows the new Jerusalem is the church, according to Hebrews. The Bible says in Hebrews, I think, chapter 6, that there is a new Jerusalem. And the new uh, Hebrews, is Hebrews chapter what? Let me find it for you. Just now. 
Hebrews uh, what? If you find it before me, you can project it. Hebrews 12, verse 22. Hebrews 12, verse 22. The church is the new Jerusalem. Quickly, madam. The Bible says, but you have come to, the, to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of what? Angels, verse 23. To the general assembly and to and the church of what? Who are registered in? So the church is the heavenly Jerusalem. So when the Bible says pray for the peace of Jerusalem and those who love Jerusalem shall prosper. The Bible says pray for the peace of the church. When the church prospers, you prosper. Because who is the church? Ask your neighbor, who is the church? And the answer is, you are the church. We are the church. So this year, a little one shall become a thousand. A small one shall become a mighty nation. I say a small one shall become a mighty nation. And lastly, our fifth pillar is the pillar of career. This year, God is going to give us opportunities to work. The Bible says, and God told Isaac, sojourn in that land. Sojourn, stay in that place. Stay in that career of yours. And that year, he sowed and he received a thousand times more. He received not a thousand, a hundred times more. He received a hundred times more. So in your career this year, I see you receiving a hundred times more. I say you shall receive a hundred times more. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So today I'm going to begin a series. It's called A Thousand Times More. A Thousand Times More. A Thousand Times More. Father, once again, Speak to your people through me in Jesus' name. Amen. Colossians 1.16. Colossians 1.16. Colossians 1.16. The Bible says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. Tell about all things were created through him and for him. Verse 17. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Go back to verse 16. Maybe to some people, I'm going to For all things were created that are, for all, for by, by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. So this person we are talking about is that all things in heaven were created by him. Are we together? All things on earth were created by him. The things that are visible and the things that are invisible. Whether they be thrones, like thrones, spiritual thrones and natural thrones. Whether they be dominions, like to dominate kings, queens, jurisdictions, all those dominions, whether visible or invisible, all those things were created by him. This person we're talking about. And whether they be principalities, like a principality is a power, an authority, whether they be powers, all things were created by him. All things were created through him and for him. So everything on earth, everything in the heavens, everything in the spirit works for him. Because all things were created through him and for him. Even Satan is on his payroll. Because Satan is among the thrones. 
is among the principalities, is among the powers. And the Bible says all things, whether visible or invisible, were created by him and through him and for him. So everything responds to him. The government of this world serves his interests. The governments of the world we don't see serve his interests. The spiritual realm serves his interests. Give me the message Bible. Message Bible. So you can see that Jesus Christ is the person we are talking about. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank, rank of angels, everything God started in him and finds his purpose in him. So everything started where? In him. And those things find purpose in him. Verse 17. He was there before any of it came into existence and hold it all together right up to this moment. So up to this moment, Jesus, maybe uh, verse, start with verse 14 maybe there. You see where, why, why he's talking through him and for him. Can we read verse 13? Verse 13, 13. One, two, three. Can you read together? God rescued us from dead end alleys and dark dungeons. He set us up in the kingdom of the Son he loves so much. Uh -huh. The Son who got us out of the pit we were in and got rid of the sins we were doomed to keep repeating. Uh -huh. We look at his son and see that God who cannot and see God who cannot be seen. We look at his son and see God's original purpose in everything he created. Verse 16. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank, after rank of angels everything God started in him and finds its purpose in him uh -huh. he was there for he was there before any of it came into existence and holds it all together right up to this moment so Jesus is the source of everything because it is in him that those things find their existence and it is in him that those things we see, whether visible or invisible, find their purpose. So ladies and gentlemen, my sermon today is titled A Thousand Times More. And the subtitle is Know the Source of Increase. Or Know the True Source of Increase. The True Source of Increase. You can shorten it to the True Source of Increase. So as you've seen on this scripture... Everything must, come from, everything must come from somewhere. And we've seen in the scripture that most of the things we see today have come from who? From Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate source of everything. So everything must come from somewhere. And everything comes from someone. And this someone is Jesus Christ. Everything must come from God. Tell neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Everything comes from somewhere. Everything comes from someone. And everything comes from God. That's what the Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, what we just read. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and on earth, 
visible or invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And by him, all things consist. So how much blessing is really enough? It's a question. How much blessing is really enough? So that is to tell me that God is interested in me increasing. Because I cannot answer that question. How much blessing is enough? Who can answer that question? I should have Eh, Mungu, barikiwa. Can you say that? So there is no blessing that is enough, right? So God is interested with us increasing. God is interested with us increasing. But pastor, how do I know God is interested with us increasing? The scripture shows me that God is interested in me increasing. Because here I am seeing in the scripture that everything I want comes from him. So how many here would want financial increase? Does the Bible say that everything started with the government of Kenya? Does the Bible say that everything started with the president of Kenya? The Bible says that everything started where? I can't tell you everything started where? I can't tell you everything started where? So who is able to increase my finances? Because everything finds purpose in him. Everything finds purpose. We just read that. Everything finds purpose in Christ. That is to tell me money that is not in the hands of Christ has no purpose. Because it's a created thing. So it only finds purpose when it knows that money in the hands of Christ finds its purpose there. So Christ allowed money to be created by men. But they were creating for him and by him. And in him was money finding purpose. So God is interested in you increasing financially because he knows you are in him. And if you are in him, money will find purpose in you. Because money in your hands is not like money in the hands of Al-Shabaab. Money in your hands is money in the hands of God. Because you are in Christ. And money in the hands of God is money in the kingdom of God. That's why God is interested in you and I increasing financially. Remember, God is interested in us increasing financially. I can't hear you. So I'm going to give you seven reasons why God is interested in you increasing financially. Seven reasons why God is interested in you increasing financially. Because you've seen everything comes from somewhere and everything must have a source. Number one, God wants you to have enough finances to provide an uncommon and wonderful income for your spiritual leaders and pastors. God wants you to have enough finances to provide an uncommon and wonderful income for your spiritual leaders and pastors. Hey, pastor, I can depend on you. I can't depend on you. Okay. I can't depend on Ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons why God is giving you money is because God wants you to provide an uncommon and wonderful income to your pastor. Is that in the Bible? Yes. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. 1 Timothy 5, 17. 1 Timothy 5, 17. Can we read together? One, did you write first? Wait, did you write the point? What did you write? 1, 2, 3. Why did God give you, why is God increasing your finances? 
beautiful. Can we now read the scripture together? Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in word and doctrine. Verse 18. For the scripture says, you shall not muzzle an ox while it turns out the grain, and the laborer is worth of... So God is interested in you having finances so that you are able to provide an uncommon and wonderful income to your pastors. Look, God has instituted it this way, that the pastor must live on the collections of the members. So the lifestyle of the pastor is in a way supported by the lifestyle of the members. So that is to tell me, if the pastor does not bless the people, the people are not blessed. So they have nothing to give. Are we together? So that's why God will be in taking care of a servant of God. So when you refuse to take care of a servant of God, who is your pastor, you are actually denying yourself a blessing. Hey, master. Mystic Renevi, message Bible. Maybe message will make you understand. Verse from verse. One, two, three. Can we read it together? Give a bonus to leaders who do a good job, especially the ones who work hard at preaching. Give them what? Give them what? And the Bible says, it says leaders. Then you know the, the writer of the, of the Bible is a smart guy. He knew that people can interpret leaders to mean any, any leader. Then he says, especially. So he says it's good even for the other leaders to get a bonus, but especially the ones who work hard at preaching and teaching. Those ones, give them a bonus. Give them double honor. So if, if this, is what, this is the instruction that God is giving. That shows me that God has to bless you to be able to fulfill this obligation. Because if this obligation is not fulfilled, it means that God has not blessed you. And if God wants you to fulfill this obligation, then he is also obligated to bless you. But how will he don't fulfill this obligation? One, two, three, can you read? Scripture tells us, don't muzzle a working ox. And a worker deserves what the scripture says. Do you think Paul was talking about a cow? Do you think he was talking about a cow? He was talking about that preacher who is preaching to you, who is laboring in word and doctrine. God wants you to provide a wonderful income to him. Because how do you think I'll preach here if I'm not eaten? How do you think I'll find time to pray for you and my child doesn't have, doesn't have food? And me, I'm a full-time pastor. I don't have a hardware. It's good I tell you. I don't have a hardware. I don't have a shop or M-Pesa. I don't have an M-Pesa somewhere. I don't have a matatu somewhere or a portion meal. <laughs> I don't have a portion meal. The only thing that I have is what God has given me to do for him. That's why God says you have to take care of the spiritual leaders I have given you. You cannot muzzle him as he is working. To muzzle is means you want me to come to preach to you on Sunday, but I'm hungry. You want me to come and preach to you, but my son has not eaten. You want me to come and preach to you, but my wife has not gone to the salon. But you want me to come and preach. Eh? 
I have walked coming here and you want me to come here after having walked for 20 kilometers nikuja na majasho nifanye and I start preaching to you the best is yet it's a lie when I do that I'll be cursing you that's why by the way some churches are not blessed because of this you can see some churches are struggling because they don't take care of their pastors it's because it's scripture and scripture cannot be broken look look one thing about scripture you either agree or need or not you cannot do anything else you cannot say that's a jumisipendi part of scripture aitakuwa tutaitoa no scripture cannot be broken the bible says that he has exalted his word above his name so the word of god is the superior authority is the superior authority so whether you like it or not you have to fulfill certain obligation if you are going to, to to experience increase in your life so this year if you want to experience increase sophia fulfill this obligation take care of your pastor provide for them an uncommon and wonderful income provide for them it, uh, rejoice when you see your pastor drive. Because if he's driving, you will also drive. Because look, the law of the lead says that you cannot go above your leader. That's what the law of the lead says. You will, not, you will only rise up to where the leader is. If the leader walks, the most, the high chances of walking with him are very high. Because two cannot walk together unless they agree. <laughs> Literally. You understand? Eh? So do you want to increase financially? Why are you sad when I said this? It's not me, it's the scripture. Is it am I the one who wrote the book of Timothy? You're looking at me as if I'm the one who wrote the book of Timothy. Is it me? Did you find the Bible? Am I old enough to have written the Bible? So do you believe in the Bible? Do you believe in John 3:16? Then believe in 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 18 and verse 17. Believe in that. Believe that God will only provide for you increase if you will fulfill the obligation of taking care of his of his pastors and spiritual leaders verse 17 let's read verse 17 on nlt on lt translate it for us 1 2 3 can we read together They should be respected and done what? Yeah. So you will only increase financially if you fulfill this obligation. That's why you should always make it your personal endeavor that every month you say I'm going to take an offering this year. Every month I'm going to take an offering to my pastor. Every month I take an offering to my pastor. Wait, I write him a check every month. I'm telling him thank you. Because by you laboring I can live a good life. Every month I do that. And God is my witness. Every month I do that. Because I want to always bless my pastor. I want him to have a comfortable life. Because I want to be increased. And I've seen the more I do that, the more I increase. Yeah, I've never been less because of doing that. I've never been less. I see you will never be less in Jesus name. I let me move on. You look like you don't want to hear that. It's up to you. Look, you know you know something about scripture, eh? Uipende usipende. 
if you don't fulfill it, you do not work. Upende, usipende. Scripture inanga debate. Atio, unajua kwa napende yo portion sana. So, ABCD happened. Eh? Alikuwa naambia Timothy. Imagine Pastor Genio. If you don't fulfill this, you can cry all you want. You can fast all you want. You know, recently somebody told me something that I found so powerful. Just a, a no, some just normal guy. He's not even a pastor, but he told me something that I found so powerful. He told me, Pastor, by the way, let me tell you something, Pastor. We were talking about giving. Then he told me, Mimi, one of the things that I respect highly is giving. He told me that my offering has been, I told God that every month my offering will be increasing by a hundredfold. And right now, Pastor, as we speak, my offering is never below 1500 a Sunday because it has been increasing every time. And he told me, and I realized that the more I increase my offering, the more I receive. So he told me, what thing I do? Me na huangambaya sana. He was talking like that. Me na huangambaya sana. Ata, Pastor Wangu na ambi wangu mifanya vitu mi ina ina hii. Lakini mimi kitu moja sitaifanya. Sitaiacha kumuona na kumpatia offering. So I asked him why. He told me, Pastor, let me tell you something. We were with my wife actually. He told us, do you know, angels are not under grace. Angels understand law. Because only men were given grace. Grace is Jesus Christ. Jesus came to give grace to men, not to angels. Angels are still under the law. That's why angels are told to go. They don't say why. They go. Because they are under law, not under. And who carries the blessings of God? Who carries the blessings of God? And they are under what? So when they see you fulfilling a law, they have to respond. So when they see you fulfilling a law of giving, the angels understand that language. They have to respond. They have to bring a blessing. Because it's, the, it's called the principle of cause and effect. You put a cause, you fulfill a certain law. So there has to be an effect. They have to respond. When he told me that, I said, by the way, I've never thought about that. I never thought about that. I never thought that angels were not under the race of grace. It's only men who are under it. So it's you who can decide and say, I'm not giving. You say, I'm not giving. And you will not go to hell because I'm not giving, by the way. You won't go to hell. You will go to heaven. However, there are some blessings that come with giving that you will never receive. For example, you will never have financial increase. You don't fulfill a law. And angels respond to law. They respond to law. So when they see you fulfilling a law, they respond. Cause and effect. It is called the principle of cause and effect. So do you want angels to visit you this week? Do you want angels to visit you this year? Fulfill those laws. Fulfill the laws. Fulfill the law of giving. Fulfill the law of love. Fulfill the law of faith. Fulfill any law that is there. A law is a principle. Like the law of gravity. What does the law of gravity say? Anything that goes up must come. It's a principle. Whether you are born again, you drink anointing oil, you speak in capital letters, in tongues, Marco, you cast out demons, you chase demons, you chase them, you chase, and they actually they come running. If you jump, you will come down. 
Only one man went against gravity, and that's Jesus Christ. Because it is only him who ascended into heaven. So he was going against gravity. But all of us, all of us, we are under the principle, the law of gravity. So gravity will only respond to us if we honor it, if we remain on ground level. <laughs> if you decide you are going to walk on the first floor of that building, that's where you'll be walking from. You understand? Like, not on the, on the building, like the level of the first floor. When you decide you'll be walking from there, gravity will also respond. Because you put a cause in effect. Gravity has to bring an effect. Because you've put a cause, gravity has to produce an effect. It will suck you down and you'll break. You cannot fly. Same thing with spiritual laws. Angels understand laws. When you fulfill certain laws, you experience certain results. Because angels are not under grace. But you and I, we are under grace. Number two. Number two. God wants you to have enough finances to send ministers throughout the world preaching the gospel. God wants you to have enough finances to send out ministers throughout the world. The world throughout the world preaching the gospel. God wants you to have enough finances to send ministers throughout the world preaching the gospel. Romans 10 verse 15. Everything I tell you is in the Bible. If it's not in the Bible, don't take it. So if it's not in the Bible, don't take it. Yeah. Romans 10 verse 15. 14. <laughs> and how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. How shall they preach unless they are sent? We've been sending out missionaries from this church. Right now we have sent out three and two more are going. One is going the end of this month. Another one is going around March, March, April. So all those missionaries, when they go, how do you think we pay for the, the church, the building they are in? How do you think we pay for it? You think we go there and tell them, Jesus, I come to you, landlord, from Busaya. I command you in the name of Jesus. Give me this house because the master is in need of it. Do you think that's what we do? Do you think when they need sound, we go to the guy selling sound on Kerenyaga Road or wherever we order sound from and tell them, you, you sound in Pesangapi? I later. The master is in need of it. In the name of Jesus, bring this sound. Do you think that's what we do? So how do you think those missionaries, their churches can be sustained? Eh? Through your giving. So, please you financially. You will not send out missionaries. To send them out to where? How, how shall they go unless they are sent? How? How shall they go? Unless we send them, how shall they go? And how will we send them if we have no money? How will we send them? Eh? When they go, how will they stay? Room to meet people. A hall to start the church. How, where will they get the money from? 
Do you see why we need to give? Do you see why we need to give? Talk to me, everybody. Why are you looking at the back? Look at me. I'm the one preaching. I don't know what's happening there. But whatever is happening is none of your business. Your business is receive money so that we can send out missionaries. That's your business. Are we together? Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. God wants you and me to have money so that we are able to send out missionaries. Yes, throughout the world or all over the world. This year we want to send out three missionaries or four, depending with our strength. We are sending out a missionary to Maseno, a missionary to Thika. A missionary means a sent one. It's the same as an apostle. Missionary and apostle is the same word. A sent one. That's who a missionary is. So we are sending one to Maseno, another one to Thika, and another one to Nakuru. Yeah, and another one to Islands, depending on our strength. So how will all that happen? If you refuse to give. If you give a hundred and you have one thousand in your pocket, how will you send a missionary and you are giving a hundred? Ushaji ulize yofani nyako, yofani inazasaidia buwana aje. Ithati bob na mpeanga kila sante. Itamusaidia aje. Ayezi fika Islands? Ayifikishi missionary Islands? Ata kiseida na fiki? Ata wanekasasi si ithati bob, sindio? Wanekasasi ni ngapi? Usiku ni 40. Na missionary yodo na inaka usiku wa wanekasasi. You're not a bricklayer. You're not a bricklayer. Or if you're a bricklayer, you don't fulfill your pledge. How do you expect us to run as a church? Ushai kachini ukajuliza, by the way, nispotowa, natakanga kanisa angu irana aje. Unafikiri anga tunalipanga hizi stima aje. Ama yesi tunatawanga KPLC buri. Tunajonanga director uko nombi in the name of we are a church, non-profit. We should not be, we should be receiving. Do you know if people hear the name church, they hike prices? Ask these ones who go to buy things for the church. They hike prices. The price is here. He says the price by that shop, the price of the shop outside here is always high compared to other, other shops around. Why? They see this is a church, so they hike the price. When we go to buy, when we were building and you go to buy things, do they sell to you at a cheap price? If they hear the church, what do they do? They hike the prices. Even landlords, when we go to look for property, they hear Nikanisa. Ah. Three months. If you want to use this property, you have to pay three months in advance. You have to pay rent and deposit. Rent three months and deposit three months. So if they are charging us 30,000 a month, it's 30 times 3, 90. Times 6. And some even say, plus, after you've paid deposit and you've paid rent, now pay goodwill. Because it's church. They don't do that for businesses. And wewe, ushai julizio thatibob yako. Inasaidia aje. Na wewe thatibob ni unapigia kelele. Even the transaction cost is not 30 shillings. Because when, hafu na kwasi unatuma kwa baby. So you can withdraw kwa bank. Wanakata, wanasama ata amuna pesa. They have to deduct their transaction cost. You see why you need to give? Tell me, but do you see why you need to give? 
So God wants to increase you financially so that we can be able to send out more missionaries. Do you want us to have 1,000 churches? How shall we have them if you don't give? You're a bricklayer and you don't fulfill your pledge. You don't fulfill your obligation. How shall we do it? The Bible says, how shall they preach unless they have been sent? And the Bible says something very interesting there. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. So when you send them, you are sending out beautiful people. And look, if we are sending out beautiful people, we must be beautiful. Because a mango tree will only produce mangoes. So if you are sending out beautiful feet, it means we ourselves have what? Beautiful feet. So God wants you to increase financially so that you will be able to send out missionaries. You will be able to send out what? You will be able to send out missionaries. Number three. God desires to provide enough finances for you to pay your taxes and obligations. God desires to provide enough finances for you. Yeah, there. Yeah. God desires to provide enough finances for you to pay your taxes and obligations. Matthew 22 verse 21. God desires to provide for you enough finances for you to pay your taxes and obligations. Rabbi says, then they said to him, Caesar, and he said to them, okay, let's start from verse 20. And he said to them, whose image and description is this? He was holding a coin. Okay, start from verse 19 maybe. Aha, can we read together? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denierus. Mm -hmm. And he said to them, whose image and description is this? Uh -huh. They said to him, Caesar's. And he said to them, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. So that is to tell me there are things that belong to Caesar. And what belongs to Caesar? Caesar was an emperor. An emperor or a king an emperor of Rome. So he, Jesus was telling them, give taxes to Caesar. Don't refuse to pay taxes because they belong to him. And give to God what belongs to God. So there are things that belong to Caesar and must be given to him. And those things are called taxes. So God is providing for you enough money so that you are able to pay your taxes. So it's not good to steal from the your tax. Unena Dubai, don't file nil returns. You drive a nice car and you're filing nil returns. It's not good. Tell me it's not good. Eh, it's not good. Oh. You have to do what? To pay your taxes. And I know a lot of nil filers are here. But the lives they are living cannot be compared to the nil returns they feel. Please, God wants to provide for you enough so that you can pay your taxes. Yeah. And this is not sponsored by KRA. <laughs> this is scripture. This is scripture. Give to Caesar what belongs to, and give to God what belongs to. God is providing for you enough to pay your taxes and your obligations. What are your obligations? Number one obligation is rent. Pay your rent to your landlord. What a kuhamahama. Unahama usiku. Pay your rent. Pay your rent. Look, let me teach you how to manage money. Immediately you receive your money. 
after you pay your tithe, the next thing you should pay is your rent. You would rather be in your house and sleep hungry than ufungiwe nyumba. Aibu ya kufungiwa nyumba ni mingi kuliko aibu ya kulala njaa. Ukilala njaa ni wewe peke yako utajua. Utakunywa maji ushibe. Ama uchemshe kahawa na ngumu. Ama uvisit watu. Bado ukifungiwa nyumba. Eh? Na ukae kwa amani na ukifungiwa nyumba je? Unaweza kusema nakalia deposit. Nasema landlord anaongea hapa. Pay your obligations. Pay your landlord. Prioritize your rent. Make it a priority. Pay. Look, if you want people to pay you rent someday, then pay rent. Be faithful. Sow the right seeds. You want to be a landlord one day, and you're telling your landlord you need to find a job, you cannot be depending on me. <laughs> How can you tell your landlord that? And these landlords need to find a job. How can they always be depending on me? And they are living a dependent life. Pastor, pay your rent. That's why we don't default on rent here. We pay rent. There is no branch of ours that has defaulted on rent. They don't even delay. Sometimes I even, I, I even say pay early. Then the account says, no, well, let's not pay early. Let's just pay on time. Yeah. Because I want to fulfill the obligations. No. When you come, you no, maybe we potea. That's now that's not our business. Our business is to pay. To melipa na potea. That's their business. But my obligation is to honor. My wife, is there a day the landlord has called you that rent has not been paid? Does he even know? That the landlord I have does not even care because he knows I'll always pay. You understand? That shall be your story. And it's not that you don't have the money, you have it. It's only that it's not a priority. Unapiga sherehe mpaka kikaa kitu kingine. Sherehe. Ngume vani expensive kuliko rent yako. Pesa. Na rent iko kwa kiatu. And you God provided for you by the way. So that God never provided. He provided lakini umechapa luku. Unasema vawaseme unapenda mubaba. Have you heard that come in? Vawaseme unasenda msiju mubaba or something. Vawaseme wako na mubaba. So you, you prioritize looking good at the expense of meeting your obligations. Meet your obligations. Are we together? Meet your... Give to Caesar what belongs to and give to God what belongs to. Another obligation is your obligation of your tithe. That's an obligation. It belongs to God. Give God his tithe. Don't take what belongs to God unless you want God to take what belongs to you. Hey, if God takes what belongs to you, that's a very st strong statement. If God takes what belongs to me, what do I have? Nothing. You have no life. Even what, the Bible says everything we have, we received it from the Father of lights. Who gives without partiality. Everything we have. Every good gift comes from the Father. Above. Everything you have, my dear, comes from above. So if he takes it, what are you left with? That's why you need to fulfill the obligation of paying your tithe. Another obligation is the obligation of giving offerings and pledges. If you said you're a bricklayer, fulfill it. Don't be a liar. Fulfill. You would rather fulfill with 50, 50, 50, 50 until you finish it. Than you say you will do and you don't do. God wants you to have enough to pay your taxes and fulfill 
your obligation. Another obligation is the obligation if you're married, take care of your wife. You cannot be looking good and your wife is looking some way. You don't take care of your family. The Bible says, he does not, care of his, does not take care of his own family. is worse than an infidel. An infidel, in Swahili, that name is uh, Kafiri. Kafiri, an infidel. Kafiri is someone who does not have any religion. If you don't take care of your family. You have means, but you don't take care of your family. Your wife sleeps hungry, and you have 30,000 in the account. And you are a man. Your child is suffering. And you are okay. You are not fulfilling your obligation as a parent. Tell your neighbor, fulfill your obligations. You are the one who was enjoying sex. Your, your child did not apply to come. It was your enjoyment. You are the one who was enjoying. Ah, is it not true? It was your enjoyment. So fulfill the obligation of your enjoyment. If you don't want to have a child, don't have sex until you're married. Why are you having sex right now? And you're not married. Why? If you, if you enjoy sex, then take care of the consequences of sex. The effect of sex. You put a cause. Now receive the effect. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. You are laboring, sweating. Now enjoy. If Chris, if you don't want to enjoy the fruits of your labor, don't have sex until you're married. If you have sex, it means you are ready to take care of that child. Don't be a deadbeat. Fulfill your obligation. It's not my wife who takes care of my son. I do. I buy everything he uses. Everything you'll ever see on my son is me. <laughs> it's the truth. Everything you'll ever see is my work. Because I'm the one who produced him. So I have to take care of him. I have to take him to school. I have to make sure he has gone to hospital. I have to provide for how he'll go to hospital and how he'll come back. Because he's my obligation. And that's why God is giving you money to fulfill your obligation and your taxes. Some of you, I know you'd want to fulfill your obligations but you're not able. But this year, God is going to help you be able to fulfill your obligation. I say God is going to help you to fulfill your obligations. Hallelujah. Number four. Or you, or you don't like what I'm preaching. God desires you to have enough finances to return the tithe back to the house that Okay, let me take it up again. God desires you to have enough finances to return the tithe back to his house that belongs to the work of God. To return the tithe. God desires you to have enough finances to return the tithe back to his house that belongs to the work of God. Leviticus 27 verse 30. God wants you to have enough so that you pay your tithe. Return it back to the house of God. Because there it will do the work of God. The Bible says, and the tithe, and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land, or whether of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. All the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land, or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord. It is holy 
to the Lord. Is holy to the Lord. So the Bible says that tithe belongs to the house of God. And it is holy to the Lord. So God is providing for you enough to be able to do what? To pay your tithe and offerings. Are we together? Are we together? Number five. I don't need to stay on that. You already know. What is tithe? Tithe is 10% of your income. Tithe is the Greek word nekate. It means 10th. So everything you have, 10th belongs to God. Tell me about everything you have. A tenth of it belongs to God. Yes. Your time, a tenth of it belongs to God. Everything you have, your children, your firstborn belongs to God. Everything you have, tell me about everything you have. A tenth of it belongs to God. Number five. God desires you have enough finances to give good and uncommon gifts to your children and those you love. God desires you to have enough finances to give good and uncommon gifts to your children and those you love. Matthew 7 verse 11. Are there people you love? Talk to me. Are there people you love? I can't hear you. Are there people you love? Would you want to give them good things? Would you want to give them gifts? How can you give them if you are broke? In December, did you give anybody a gift? You were broke. You didn't. But this December, the story will be different. I say this December, Olga, this December, the story will be different. You'll be giving out gifts to your children and those you love. Yeah. How can you take your beloved out and you are broke? That's a gift to a woman. When you take her to a nice restaurant and eat food, the two of you, and enjoy, then go home. She'll feel nice. She'll feel loved. Right or wrong? Ukweli wongo. But how will that happen if you're broke? So you see, God is mindful of all those things that he says, I have to provide for you so that you are able to give gifts to your children and to those you love. Not just words. Give them, send, send money to your wife. Send money to your beloved. Mushtue. With 50,000. I do not say man sent to woman. I say send to your beloved. That means even woman sent to man. You see the women was, hey, because they thought it's only them who receive. That mind you have to kill. Of you're the only one who's always receiving. It's a bad mindset. You can also give. Give money to your beloved. See, I love you, I love you. Naina Kitu. Sema, babe, that 50,000 is to tell you how much I love you. Fulfill the scripture. If you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. So we should know how to give good gifts to our children, even though we are evil people. Not only gifts, good gifts. And uncommon gifts. We should give them. Say, babe, that 50,000 is to tell you I love you. Woman sent to man. Yeah. Don't be just woman. Your work is to receive. You've never taken your beloved out. You've never taken your beloved out. Susan, you've never taken your husband out. It's only you being taken. Maybe you peleka out lini. Kwanzia leo. Kama akupeleki, usimpeleki. A girl to two. Linda, what have you taken your husband out? When? It's me, take me, take me, take me. You, when have you done it? 
You when have you taken your you when have you taken your husband out for a walk? <laughs> hey. No. We're not talking about that at taking him out for a walk. What is that now? That is good. It is also good. But is that is exercise. But is that the gift you want? You don't want that gift. The, more, the walk is more healthy for the beloved, for the wife. You, when have you taken your beloved out? Huh? We are suffering in silence. The man was, you, when have you taken Pastor Mark out? It's only him taking you out. When will you take him? You're taking him for granted. Some of you have been taken for granted, eh? When will you take, when will you take your beloved out? Or vice versa? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, it's also required of you to make sure that you give good gifts to those you love. When will you send your mother 5,000 and say, Mom, that 5,000 niyako to Mia, denies Tuma kwa chama ukitaka. Ringia mama wa chama. Nunua kitenge mpia. Or your work is just to ask mom, give me, give me, give me. When will you give them? God wants to provide for you, muendoa. So that you learn to take people out. It's not only you being taken to Jamia. Kilimanjaro. It's you can also take others out. God wants to provide for you financially. You see, God is interested in every area of our life. Every area. He's not a biased God. Every area, he wants you to give gifts to your children. Can you imagine? Give nice gifts to your children. Buy them, buy, 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 uh, buy them PlayStation. Play together with them. Buy them, oh, those, oh, they are called what, those things. And you wear and you VR, yeah, VR. Buy them. Tell them buy buy your buy your beloved a VR. You don't know VR. But your reality. Those games. I, I was thinking of buying them the other day, by the way. But for me. So now buy your husband a VR. Buy them good gifts. Buy your husband nice shoes. Why not? Buy him expensive cologne, designer cologne. A cloud of smoke, then he enters in the cloud of glory. <laughs> Sophie, buy us nice things. You don't have a beloved, but I'm, I'm your pastor. Buy me a good thing. Yeah. Wambo. Fanya mambo. <laughs> JJ, find a beloved and buy them. Andrew, you need to find a beloved and take them out. Don't just be buying yourself nice shoes. Also buy your beloved. Yeah, let them feel nice. Give them money for salon. Genio. <laughs> Pastor Genio. Eh? Even fair, you didn't send. You were told. You didn't send even fair. Even, even Christmas clothes, you didn't buy. We've not forgotten. The Bible says, 
that if you being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. Are you evil? <laughs> yes, we are all evil. However, God knows even as evil as we are, we need to give good gifts to the ones we love. Shepherds, give good gifts to your sheep. Buy them, decide today I'm going to buy you cake in the love group. Give them. Decide today Just give good gifts. Chagua. Obaye avocado. That's from your shepherd. It looks small, but it speaks a lot. It speaks of your love. Yeah. Hey. Maybe one of these fine days you will come and find car keys under the, under the seat. Or a check of 5,000 each for everybody. Yeah, I'm looking forward for that day. Yeah. Look, last year I decided to have a, a volunteer's uh, hangout. I, I cooked the food you ate. I bought all of it. It is me giving good gifts, as evil as I am, giving good gifts to other evil men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they did evil to the food. They ate it all. And you took soda. Yeah. Oh, soda I didn't buy. I only bought food. Soda maybe you bought yourself. Or I bought pasta. I bought half. Oh. So even the soda I bought. You understand? Are we together? Give Maureen, Marion, Maureen, give good gifts. Good gifts. God wants you to have enough that you provide gifts to those that you love. Yeah. I expect to see this church to be a church of gifts. Buy somebody an iPhone. <laughs> buy, the, buy your husband or your beloved or your sheep. You tell them this iPhone is for you. I remember one time, one time Pastor Joyce gave somebody an iPad. He said, this iPad is for you. Nice brand new iPad. Give her out an iPad. That's the kind of thing I want. How could she give her an iPad if she is poor? How can you give her an iPad? You can't. You have not given anybody a phone. Because even the one you have, it is on life support. Look at the phone. Look at the phone people have. Look at that phone. You can even do like this. Uh, you can fist bump people with your phone. Yeah, but even this phone, buy people. Yeah. At least you can, you can, you can. You can enjoy my skill. Other in a place, earphones, in my airport. But at least even if it's this phone, buy somebody. They don't have a phone. They'll appreciate. Yeah, they'll appreciate. How much is this? 500? 2,000? I thought it's 200, Bob. Yeah. Allah. Can you imagine that is 2,000? I thought that's like 200, Bob, or 500. Sophie! Do something. Hey! Number what? Number six. Number six. Am I preaching good? God wants you to have enough finances to help the poor. Proverbs 19, verse 17. God wants you to have enough finances to help the poor. This year, I'm believing God we shall go and visit several poor people and help them. 
We've been doing it as a church in silence, but now I want us to do all of us together in public. The Bible says, he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he, and he will pay back what he has given. He who has pity on the... What will he do? You do what? So giving to the poor is lending to God. Not to say you start going giving your money on the streets to every Tom, Dick and Harry you see. Some people you give, those are altars of poverty. Once you give that money, you become poor. You must be led of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You must know who. The poor could be the person seated next to you. Look at them and say nothing. It could be. It could be they are poor. They don't have money back home. Give them and say, Lord, I love giving to the poor because I'm lending to you. <laughs> yeah. Are we together? Yes, God wants you to have money muendoa so that you can give to the poor. Husbands, give to the poor. Your wife. <laughs> lend to them, lend. <laughs> yeah, donate. tell them this is for you. Then God will repay you back. Yeah, God will repay you back. Are we together? God will do what? Number seven and the last one. I think all these points are self-explanatory. I don't need to explain much. Is it, is it not true? Number seven. God desires you to have enough money to solve any emergency or crisis that arises. Any emergency and crisis that arises. God wants you to have enough to be able to solve it. urgently. Send me money urgently. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 11, I think. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 11. The Bible says, money answered to all things. Is it 11 or 19, 19? 10, 19. 10, 19. Can we read together? 1, 2, 3, part B. But money does what? Part B is the last part. A feast is made for laughter and wine makes merry. But money answers Money does what? From the morning, I say, oh, so Sharon ya kufrai, na kamunyoso ni ya kufrai ya. That's something different. You know, even about the wine you're talking about, it's poet, it's poetic. But if you want to go and try, go. Go marry. The Bible says, do not be filled of wine, but be filled of the Holy Spirit. So the substitute for alcohol for a Christian is the Holy Spirit. Do you know, do you know why people drink wine? They drink wine to forget alcohol. People drink it to forget issues. They drink to forget their issues for the moment. Because anytime you are drunk, you suspend all your issues. You don't think. So the substitute for that is to be filled of the Holy Spirit. That means when you are filled of the Holy Spirit, you are comforted. You forget about issues. You forget about troubles. So as I'm going for Konyagi, just say, the Holy Spirit, fill me. You'll see you'll be comforted. You'll forget all your troubles. That's a substitute for alcohol for Christians. The Holy Spirit. That's why it's so called Munakonyanga Spirit, and it's also called the Holy Spirit. Yeah, because he comforts you. He suspends you. So God wants you to have money so that you can be able to meet all the emergencies and crises that arises. Look, as long as you are living, you'll have an emergency here and there. Not the emergency for girls of nowadays. Those of those who have sent me 5,000 urgently. And after one hour. Not those type of emergency. Nezomba favor. 
niko na emergency nadanipatia 10k na emergency niko na sherehe not those type of emergencies i'm talking of emergencies for example you're walking and you hurt your leg you need to go to the hospital you need to have money to take care of that you have a car accident in the house maybe you have you you, you you have an emergency you want to meet god wants you to have money because the bible says money answereth all things money responds to everything that's why money is important money is important you need to have money so that everything can respond to you yeah imagine if someone has money he can be the president of this country whether he's a muganga a muslim a devil worshiper as long as they have money they can be president in this year of elections why because money responds to everything everything must respond to money including you you see the girls of nowadays how they respond to money eh they smell it they know who has it if you just pass with money like this they know the smell they follow they respond you see can i have a few girls follow me and i'm passing like this you see they are following they are responding to money they can smell it yoni taumbili they are just following responding to money responding responding wambo you are late they are responding 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 to money responding to what this year may money respond to you i say this year may money respond to you i say may money respond to you this year in the name of jesus hey money answereth money answereth all things all things money will answer so ukipata maths we find a maths maths whatever what is that called maths equation that is difficult just show money it will respond if you find the math it's called math what calculation or what a math sum a mathematical sum yeah if you find algebra that you don't understand just remember money answereth so if you find algebra that you can't understand just remove notes <laughs> staple money to your answer sheet when they ask you what is it say money answereth yeah when you go to an exam room and you can <laughs> and <laughs> when you go to an exam room and you don't remember anything take money put it in an envelope and put your put your answer there then when the lecturer ask you right there on top money answereth all things they won't even ask when they see it they just say oh this one knows what he's doing <laughs> this one knows what he's doing you just find you have marks <laughs> i'm joking don't do that don't start saying genius i'll do that if you do that that is corruption yeah the bible says money answereth to all things that's why a church should have money look it's because we have money that's why we have that generator outside we bought generator by the way did you see it now we don't have a problem of power it was not cheap it was a lot of money but money answered we went to the generator guy we said how much do you want he said i want this he said take bring the generator because money answers to all things your wedding will answer to money i say your wedding will answer to money yes do you think having a wedding is is waking up and walking down the aisle you need to buy the gown you need to buy a few things you need to cook you need to do a lot of things all that is money but i see you receiving money so that everything will be answering to you yeah if you have money and you go for family family wherevers uh, what are they called get together you're not given crest you're not <laughs> you're washi vyombo no 
They ask you, which soda will you drink? But you that has no money, you are a dwarf Tony. Crest. <laughs> when you have more money and you go to your, your family gatherings, no one will go to soda na meno. When you have money, they can't do that to you. Yeah. Why would they make you do that? Money answers to all things. It's scripture. Money answers to everything. Yeah. That's why I see God giving you money this year. You will increase in money this year. So ladies and gentlemen, those are the seven reasons why God wants you to increase financially. God wants you to increase financially. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap offering? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you because I know this word will bear fruit. And Lord, we shall see increase in our finances a thousand times more. In Jesus' name.